This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Friends, have you ever had to say goodbye? I mean like a real goodbye. When you won't see someone for a really long time. It can be very hard to say goodbye. Hellos, on the other hand, those are pretty easy. Hellos feel like the start of something. Here I am saying hello to all of you. I always like to say hello to you. Goodbyes are a little different, but they're important. And I think learning how to say goodbye is something we should all try to do. Because there will be times when you have to say goodbye to a teacher you love, when you move up a grade. And there will be times when you say goodbye to friends if you move away or if they move away. There will be times when you say goodbye to someone and then you run into them two minutes later and it's a little bit awkward. Today's story is about goodbyes. Joining me for this story is a dear friend of mine who I actually haven't seen in a long time. And the last time I saw her, I didn't realize it would be so long before I saw her again. So so we didn't have a very good goodbye. That's hard to say. Good goodbye. So everyone say hello to Cassandra the Caterpillar. Are you saying hello? Say it again. Louder. Oh, I think I might have heard you. Hey, Cassandra. Now, you may remember Cassandra from one of my very first stories, Ruby Takes Her Time. And I know you're not going to believe me because this is truly a crazy coincidence, but the last time Cassandra sat in for a story, she had laryngitis. Yes, in case you're wondering, caterpillars do get laryngitis, I think. Anyway, unbelievably, she has laryngitis again today. So she has no voice, can't speak a word. So Cassandra, how did you feel after you realized we hadn't really said a goodbye and then we didn't see each other for a really long time? Cassandra is giving me like 30 thumbs down. I felt the same way. Okay, so this time we are saying a proper goodbye because let's face it, you have a very busy schedule. I just can't compete with your yoga classes. So we will do more than a see you later this time, okay? Okay. All right. Let's get to the story. Herman says goodbye. Remember, there are no pictures. You have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Spring came. The forest came alive. Green leaves sprouted from buds. Birds chirped, full of hope. The sky turned from gray to blue. In a patch of the forest called Wimbledy Woods, a small chipmunk named Herman opened his eyes. He'd been hibernating, and it was time to get up. It was time to go. Before winter blanketed the forest in snow and hushed its occupants to a long sleep, 
Herman had decided to leave once spring came. He figured he needed a few days to pack everything and be off. He went to find some food. As Herman ate, Penny approached. Penny was also a chipmunk. She always had her paw on the pulse of Wimbledy Woods. Herman figured if he told Penny he was planning to leave, she'd tell everyone else and he wouldn't have to make a big announcement. The thought of having to make a big announcement made Herman's neck itch. Hey, Herman, Penny said as she grabbed a fistful of berries. What you doin'? I'm leaving in a few days. Moving away. What do you mean, moving away? I'm leaving Wimbledy Woods. I'm going to find somewhere else to live. Nobody ever leaves Wimbledy Woods, Penny said with authority. Well, now someone will. Me. Penny looked positively shocked, but then she shrugged and went back to collecting berries. So I guess this is goodbye. Herman opened his paws, ready for a proper hug. Hmm, Penny murmured and pretended not to see Herman's hug-ready stance. Oh, okay. Bye then, Herman muttered and went to search for food elsewhere. See you at book club, Herman, Penny called after him. I won't be at book club, Herman said, but Penny had scampered away. Later, Herman was at the stream, drinking some water. Olympia and Donovan stopped by. Oh, hey, Herman. How is your hibernation? Cozy. How is yours? Good, except for when Donovan sleepwalked and tripped over me, Olympia said. Donovan looked away and smiled shyly. So you may have heard I'm moving away, Herman said. Olympia and Donovan exchanged a look. Um, yeah, Penny mentioned that you said that. Yep, I'm packing my stuff. Nobody ever moves away from Wimbledy Woods, Herman. It's nice here. There's everything you need here, Donovan said. Well, now someone is leaving. Me. So we should say goodbye. A nice goodbye. Before I leave. Olympia scowled. She and Donovan shuffled over and gave Herman half-hearted hugs. Herman felt entirely unsqueezed by the hugs. Herman was hoping for hugs that said, We're really going to miss you, buddy. Remember that time at the campsite when we ate all those marshmallows? That was epic. But these hugs said something more like, Eh, I guess I'll miss you. If you really do leave, that is. I'm really leaving, Herman shouted, seemingly out of nowhere. Olympia and Donovan, having weakly hugged Herman in total silence, glanced at each other, mildly alarmed. Uh, okay, Herman, you're really leaving. We are so very sad that you are, in fact, leaving, Olympia said carefully. Then they both scampered away leaving Herman alone. His tummy now rumbling after remembering all those marshmallows, Herman went in search of some more food. 
as Herman stooped to gather a few mushrooms at the foot of a tree. Sherman suddenly appeared. Sherman always seemed to appear suddenly. He never appeared gradually. He never waltzed over. He seemed to enjoy throwing woodland creatures off balance a bit. Sherman was a squirrel and liked to remind Herman that chipmunks were really just miniature squirrels. Sherman thought this was very funny for reasons that escaped Herman. Sherman leaned against the tree, standing up straight as if to show off his squirrelish height. Uh, hi, Sherman, Herman muttered, popping a mushroom into his mouth. Word on the forest floor is you're uh, talking about leaving Wilbity Woods. What's up with that, Herman? I am leaving, Herman said pointedly. Cool, bro. Sherman reached up as high as he could and snapped a tiny twig off the tree, then proceeded to use it as a toothpick. I think I know why you're leaving. It's just time for me to move on, Herman said. Why does there have to be a reason? I think we both know what this is about. Herman rolled his eyes. Herman, dude, you can be honest with me. It's the name thing, right? Sorry, Herman said. You know, Herman, Sherman. I know it's hard for you to live under the Sherman shadow. You know, on top of being just a little chipmunk, you're friends with a huge squirrel with a rhyming name. It's rough, man. Uh-huh, Herman said. All right, bring it in, dude, bring it in. Bring it in? Yeah, let's hug it out. Sherman stepped closer and put out his paws ready for a hug. Herman hesitated for a moment, then considered the fact that this was the first animal to offer him a real goodbye. Herman stepped into Sherman's embrace. I'm gonna miss you, little man. Sherman said, and squeezed Herman so hard he couldn't breathe. When Sherman released him, Herman gasped for air. <gasps> oh, sorry, little dude. Sometimes I forget how strong I am compared to you. Right. <clears throat> of course, Herman managed. Herman turned to return to his burrow to finish packing his things. See you at weaving class on Sunday, Sherman called as he climbed the nearest tree. But hey, I'm not going to be at... Ugh. Herman was annoyed. I can't believe this, he muttered. A few days passed. Herman packed everything he needed in a knapsack. He tried to heave it onto his back, and he fell over from the weight. Oomph! Cecilia stopped by to borrow Herman's hammer. Cecilia was a small squirrel and lived a few trees away from Herman's burrow. Too many sail squirrels have been knocking at my tree, Cecilia said. I want to put up a no sales sign, and Donovan never returned the hammer I lent him last fall. Here, Herman said, and handed Cecilia his hammer. Okay, I can get it back to you at Reforestation Club next week. You can keep it, Herman said, and stood with a wobble as his knapsack settled into place on his back. Keep it? This is a nice hammer, Herman. I'm sure Donovan will return mine anyhow. 
Mm, pass it along to someone who needs one, then, Herman said with a shrug. He turned and climbed out of his burrow. Cecilia followed him. Herman, what's going on? Doesn't matter. You wouldn't believe me if I told you, Herman said with a shrug. Try me, Cecilia countered, putting a paw on her hip tuft. Cecilia and Herman had never been best friends, but they'd known one another a long time. They were a little bit like sister and brother. Herman turned to face Cecilia. Fine, he said wearily. I'm leaving Wimbledy Woods. I'm moving today. I'm really doing it. And no, I, I don't have some big reason why. I feel like it's the right thing to do. And if you don't believe me, then, then, well, I believe you, Cecilia said. Goodbye, Herman. She gave him a big hug. Good luck. I'm really going to miss you. It sounds like an exciting adventure. Can you send me a postcard after you get settled? Maybe I can come visit. Yes, I can, Herman said. He smiled. This was a nice goodbye. He scampered off, very slowly, because his knapsack was weighing him down. Cecilia watched him go. Just before he slipped out of sight, he turned around and waved. Cecilia waved back. Herman went off to find his new home. <laughs> Cassandra, what are you doing? Oh, she is doing some kind of yoga pose. Oh, wait. Mm, she's shaking her head. Not a yoga pose. Oh, okay. I get it now. See, last time she was here, after the story, she overwhelmed me with high fives. I have two hands. She has like 30. This time, to spare me the high five stress, she has attempted to shape herself into a thumbs up. She has kind of succeeded. So, Cassandra, I take it that you liked the story? Good. I am glad to hear it. I hope all of you enjoyed the story, too. Cassandra, can I give you a hug goodbye? I hope it's not too long until I see you again, but if it is for some reason, I am really going to miss you. Email me, okay? <sighs> Cassandra just left. Hey, that reminds me. You guys should email me, too. I love hearing from you and seeing your drawings of your favorite characters. Oh, it's so sweet. You can always reach me at Ria at littlestoriestinypeople.com. Special thanks today go out to a pair of sloths named Lucas and Jason. You may recall I have another sloth friend named Sophie who traveled for eight years to get to my studio. Lucas and Jason were a little bit smarter. Instead of trying to swing from tree to tree for eight years to get here, they sent me a letter. They wanted to tell me how much they loved the stories. It was really sweet. Lucas told me he loves Over the Swing 
and one day he went super high on his swing at school. Nice. And his brother Jason told me he loves to listen to stories in the car every day. Who knew that sloths drive? You learn something new every day, folks. Thank you, guys. It is very motivating to hear this kind of stuff. I also want to thank a mouse named Grace. Now, she is very artistic, and she sent me this beautiful drawing of, you guessed it, one of the mouse stories. It was creative and thoughtful, and it really pushed me to write more stories for all of you. So, Grace, thank you so much. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. I am still working on my first picture book. You can sign up for updates on the website. You can also add your name to my list of names that I'm going to hide in the back of the book. So do not miss out on that. You can find all of that at the website, littlestoriestinypeople.com. And make sure you follow me on social media so you get to see all the adorable fan art from listeners and some of the -the behind-the-scenes stuff, too. Thank you, as always, for listening in.